And we're back. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Podcast with your hosts, Luis and Daniela. Daniela, how are you doing on this five? Fine. Um, it's uh, Columbus Day, or as most people should allege it. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you take the, take the mic and finish my thoughts? What was I going to go with that? Columbus Day, you white-ass bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is Indigenous People's Day, or every day should be Indigenous People's Day because they created this land that we live on but it is indigenous people day um i can't even fucking speak it's so hot um basically today honors you know the people who lived on this land before colonizers decided to settle on it (laughs) yes or no (laughs) facts 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 only um and it was put in place because obviously we used to celebrate columbus day but Times have changed. We no longer we no longer celebrate colonizers in this well, household. Well, here's the thing. I was in, yeah, I was gonna say we <laughs> don't, but it's like it's not sad, but it's like kind of, people, yeah. it's so stupid how people still do and like ugh, crazy white mm-hmm. people. Like, when are you gonna like when is the switch in your mind gonna flip and like get it together and realize that the world doesn't roll all around you? Um, we fucking hate you, but um, yeah. Enough <laughs> about that um nonsense about white people. Moving on. Um. I saw your tweet being like, I think it was yesterday before being like, oh, it's starting to be cool. And yeah. then you're like, oh, let me guess. It's going to be the 90s. It's so something. fucking hot. And it's true. Yesterday or the day before, it was cool. And like now it's hot again. I, I don't understand. Um, global warming? How does Friday, that work? Friday, it was nice. It was cloudy. Bitch, I just bought some fucking boots from Target. They should be coming in this week. And I'm like, I'm never going to be able to wear these because I can't wear boots in hot weather. I'm not that type of person. That's ugly. That's disgusting. You're going to be sweating. <laughs> At what point does it become winter? Cold. December, January? Um, like, what, what? Yes, December 21st is the first day of winter. But And then 90s later, it's my birthday. Um, sadly, Ow! I'll be at home. Um, <laughs> Instagram live party. Uh, let's get drunk on Instagram. So sad. You know what's funny? No, go. Finish it up. Finish it up. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, all about me, okay? I'm talking about my birthday, and you want to talk yes, about some nonsense? No. Um, yeah, it's so sad. Like, I don't want to be like, woe is me. Like, I have to be indoors. Because, you know, the state of the earth, the state of the world, this country is more important yeah. than my stupid birthday. But, um, yeah, it's sad. I guess I'll be taking shots on Instagram Live. But um, continue your thought. What were you going to say? No, I say, what's funny is that today at work, I was literally just talking about how you're turning 24. So am I in January. I'm, like, but 30 like, at this point. Let's point that out. 24 geez. is, like, 30 Yikes. Stop. Your life is still ahead of you. No, I was like, for my birthday, since I was turning 20, since I'm turning 24, I wanted to do like a 24 hour like celebration, like go somewhere and like do something for fucking 24, like constantly be doing something for 24 hours, like brunch, club, you know, you can't fucking do that. I mean, yeah, you I could keep your mask on, but at the same time, <laughs> you know, keep keep in mind your your test was negative, but it, can be, it's, it might be positive after it might be positive. that 24 yes, hour exactly. uh, excursion. So we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, you know, our birthdays because a birthday is supposed to be a good, happy uh, day. But this year, it probably is not going to be. Stop. Oh, someone's back popular. Back in March when <laughs> I'm popular, sorry. Um, back in March when everybody was like, damn, poor March, April babies. They're going to have to celebrate their birthday indoors. <laughs> And now it's everybody else. Oh, God. May, and, June, July. Must be, <clears throat> must be nice to have your birthday in January and February, you know, before the shit show came. But um, <laughs> let's get into the stories. It we was. Have... <laughs> That's why I said it. Fuck you. Um, moving on to, you know, 
it's not me just being sad. There's other people in this world, this country being sad. Apparently, Demi Lovato's ex, Max, whatever, is getting bullied online. He's so disappointed. I saw the story on uh, TMZ. He basically was telling, um, I don't know if he tweeted something or he told like the the source, like the person who interviewed him. He was basically saying like this whole breakup, like it's devastating me. But more importantly, like I'm already in pain. I don't need people online bullying me and commenting shit on my pages. Like leave me alone. People actually said they saw him. I don't know if this is like mm-hmm. fake, you know, fake news, but they said they saw him wallowing and crying and on the beach that he proposed to Demi Lovato, which is like, it's sad. Like, yikes. He really thought I'm going to be with this lady for the rest of my life. And no, that quickly ended. What are your thoughts on that? Um, honestly, I mean, not that I'm commenting on any of his stuff, like being like, you piece of shit, mother, but you know, but he's been putting on his stories like telling his fans to like let demi know that he loves her so i'm like okay bitch then you leave demi alone people will leave you alone yeah you leave demi alone that makes sense and like, you know when you said it sorry you said it, i first thought of i'm obviously that's a common thing to do if you have a following and you have fans and shit but you know who else did that uh dennis mckinley uh porsche's now ex he also would go on his Instagram and Twitter and be like, let Portia know that I love her. And that's kind of annoying because, bruh, it's like, if you guys are clearly seeing that it's a toxic relationship or it's not working yes. out, why would you put that on them? Like your significant other, you know your fans and anyone who exactly. supports you is going to go ahead and be obnoxious to the your, your significant other's page. It's like, really? You're welcome. You know, you know who else is that? Is Offset with Cardi B. Oh, like, Yeah. Um, and then people will, people will be like blaming her. Like they'll be like, "Why then? Why does she? Then why does she go back?" And I'm like, "Bitch, because he's manipulative." Like or like currently right now, I guess for her birthday he gave her gifts, and people were like, "Then why is she accepting them?" And I'm like, "Bitch, because she's trying to get her party on." Okay, let her get a little, you know, a little loving on the side. But at the end of the day, as long as she still leaves them. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you know what I just realized. <laughs> On, we just named three examples. Every single example, it's the man being obnoxious yes. and telling their like clearly men are trash. This the mm-hmm. whole point of the story is just <laughs> that men are trash and just need to get but it together. Speaking of men are trash, I'm sure you and everybody else have fucking heard. Obviously, in July, uh, Megan Thee Stallion was uh, shot in the foot, and then later on, it came out that rapper Tory Lanez was the one who shot her. Now. I've heard Megan's music. I, y'all about to hate me. I've never heard Tory Lane's music. Maybe because I'm not like a rap fan. I'm not a hip hop fan. You know, like, but I was like, who? Who's this? Honestly, I didn't mean to be. I didn't mean to be rude, but I was. Just, I genuinely was like, who are you guys talking about? Like, who shot her? Like, nonetheless, it's sad that like even black celebrities are not, um, like, what's the fucking word? They're not they're not even the ones who can get away from like um violence and stuff like they still have to experience violence do you get me i, I, I mean, the word. I was having a fucking brain fart this violence it could have been avoided let's it could have this was like completely she and it sucks because um before i get into him being charged when she got shot i don't know if you heard she had to lie to the police and and like um say that he wasn't the one who shot her because since he's a black man she did not want the police to like um 
get violent with him and potentially he could have been someone that would have been like gone because of police violence you know so obviously now we all know that Tory Lanez is the one who shot her and Thursday last Thursday he was charged with assaulting a woman obviously we know it's Meg um and Variety the online magazine report uh, reported this from the Los Angeles district attorney's office so he faces a possible 22 years in prison according to the LA. 22 years I'm yes. 23 years old he could possibly I just can't I can't even come out of my mouth like 23 years but okay I was telling you that honestly the more like what's going to end up happening is because he's a celebrity mm-hmm. he's going to end up doing like two years and like you said community service like I don't see this resulting in 23 years hopefully mm-hmm. it doesn't result in 23 years i mean i don't know this person obviously he's a celebrity but like when you mentioned earlier how she was forced to basically lie i think that was like i i had heard somewhere that like he was telling her like oh you better i don't know if she was looking out for him or she was or like because mm-hmm. you know how you said oh she doesn't want to put his life at risk because yeah. he is a black man so obviously they're gonna go 10 times harder than they would if it was a fucking white male but yeah. um yeah it's it's sad how like she has to i don't even i lost my turn of thought but point is 23 <laughs> years is he gonna do it probably not what probably did not. he learn his lesson probably, probably not, not. <laughs> so he's he's charged with one felony count see i don't know what the fuck any of this means but i'm gonna read it anyway he's charged with one felony count each of assault with a semi-automatic firearm and carrying a loaded unregistered firearm in a vehicle so damn okay so i guess he had a gun that wasn't even registered to him and i think that's the one he probably shot her with he shot her in the foot and i know people are like oh she got shot in the foot like whatever but it's like she required surgery black women as it is are so medically ignored that like just like the police could have easily turned on him while she's getting surgery on just her foot, anything else could have happened because um, I don't know if you've heard, but like the horror stories of like black women undergoing like surgery, like shit will happen to them. Like doctors will be So it's like anything you, comp- could have you cut off. Repeat your last um, sentence again. I said that um, I hope you like go away because. I can't believe you didn't hear me. <laughs> I think you were saying like, oh, anything could happen and it sucks that. Oh yeah, anything could happen because like I said, like he could have been a victim of police brutality. She could have been a victim of medical negligence. The you whole get me? situation is she's a black woman. And it could easily it be is, it's terrible. And then on top of that, I don't know if you saw, but she went on live one time and she said basically like, you know what, fuck you, you want to play games? Because I guess exactly. he was like threatening her, like don't say shit, don't say shit. But she's like, you know what, people are lying on me and she basically exposed him. And people kind of see her as, like, in a negative light, the fact that she went ahead and exposed him. But it's, yeah. like, the truth. He did it. Why is she going to... Why is she going to protect him? Yeah. And why is she, like, obviously lying to the cops, lying to the government, lying to the the uh, system. That's never going to result in something good. So it's, like, uh, she, had what, she did what she had to do. And something that she is doing that she should be praised for is she's giving out scholarships if you didn't see on her instagram she posted a little like ad a little um a little blurb talking about how she is going to be giving away two two ten thousand dollar scholarships to women of color let me read it for you guys it says 
2020 has brought so many obstacles, but we keep going. Megan has partnered with Amazon Music's Rap Rotation and will award two $10,000 scholarships to women of color that are pursuing an associate's, bachelor's, or postgraduate degree in any field of study. So there you go. It's not a specific. You don't have to be a doctor. You don't have to be mm-hmm. um, in the world of entertainment. You simply just got to be going to school. And I just got to give a round of applause because yes. clearly she's using her status for good, her celebrity for good. And people this is still going on from what i know this is posted maybe like four or five days ago so i'm sure you guys are following her but if you're not go on her instagram and apply for the scholarship because i know a lot of you guys who listen to us are um from the age range of like 20 to 30 and even if you're younger or older apply because you know you need money you're going to school get that coin um yes. what i'm do you so think? happy for her what do you think i'm happy about? for her i'm i'm happy for her success uh like I know we may not be big fans of her music. Like I only know her like singles, but um, I'm happy that she's like able to still like, even though so much negative comes at her, like people getting mad at her for exposing uh, Tory Lanez or people getting mad at her because she's explicit in her lyrics. She still puts out so much positivity. Like the fact that she's not even like, she's not even a millionaire, let's put it out there. But the fact that she's willing to like, put so much into giving back to the community just says so much right there like karma karma good karma will come to her and then like and even more because she's just she's just like the best and everything she, you're telling me she's just the best she kind of, she kind <laughs> of like reminds me and this is just because of the messages and their like things they write about is Lizzo because they're both um, yeah. really inspirational. Like people, I know people when I first heard of like, I didn't know who, obviously who she was until like I saw her on Twitter once of, um, I didn't know who Megan the Sun was, but people, I, I saw this video that kind of went viral. She was like, I guess going to have a concert or go perform. Uh-huh. But first she was like submitting her essay and she did a video being like, bitches, y'all need to get your work done because you know, before <laughs> you play, you got to work hard. And I'm like, that's so cool because <laughs> Although she's not using, you know, the most uh, appropriate language that <laughs> young kids should be viewing. Bottom line, she's like giving an important message, which is, yeah, like if you want to play hard, you got to work hard. Like she's teaching kids that yes. school is is good for them. So keep it up. The only thing I will say, Megan, is wear a mask. Homegirl's always without uh, a mask. <laughs> maybe she just takes it out for the pictures. But, for the pictures. Uh, People at me, shut the fuck up, Samila. (laughs) They're like, you just praised her for being so positive and loving towards women. And now you want to tell, no, but um, wear a mask condom and all that good stuff. Wear a mask condom, I can't with you. No, moving on, um, just like Megan helps, you know, people who are struggling, even though she came from struggles herself. I don't know if you guys saw, but um, our favorite TikTok star went viral. I know a lot of people saw him before he went viral. That's the thing. Now we're all like, yes, look at him. Vibing with the white people. We love it. (laughs) Um, But uh, you guys know him as at 420dogface208 on TikTok. That username, yes. It's so appropriate. Love it. (laughs) But... Uh, his name is Nathan Apodaca, and he recently went viral, even though he's been on TikTok for two years. He recently went viral with his skateboarding video um, to the Fleetwood Mac song, Dreams, where he's just like vibing, drinking cranberry juice. And oh my gosh, like I was telling Luis off air, but Homeboy has like been thriving since then. So he posted the Fleetwood Mac video. Then so many people started coming out with videos just like that. And then Fleetwood Mac themselves, like 
they put they posted a video like doing the exact same thing and they were like i was reading the comments and they were like we should link up after you're of oh course again, the last thing you said you say that they <laughs> said, said and then you cut off we should uh fleetwood mac uh the singer from fleetwood mac told him that they should link up after the pandemic wow love that this obviously like, is bitch. showing that this guy's gonna have major success i can't yes. even say success because i don't have that i don't know what that is um you had been telling me that this guy now has a an, not uh, what is it called um he has not an assistant. He has a publicist. Oh, a publicist. And then yes. you said that the cranberry juice, what is it called? The, the company? Uh, Ocean Spray. Didn't you Gave him they, a truck. A truck. They gave him a truck. And, okay, they gave him a truck. And now he's gotten so many fan donations. He's able to put a down payment on a house. And he's been living in an RV, you know? Like, he has two daughters. They're teenage daughters. And they've been living in an RV. He was riding his skateboard to work. He works in a potato warehouse. And it's like... What do you like? What do you think of all this? Like, what do you think of? Well, here's the thing. I'm not one to bag. I'm like, I'm not one to bag on anyone's uh, (laughs) success. Me, every that's all I do. This whole thing is about his bashing. My whole existence in life is just to hate on others. Sorry, guys. I'm the (laughs) demon. I'm the devil. No. um, For starters, I want to like congratulate the guy. Like that. That's that's so cool. How like, I'm sure we've all been in a position where we've been struggling and we kind of like just have that small slither of hope and like just. Mm need that extra help and he it's funny because he wasn't asking for like he's not out here while pain and sorrow and being like i need money he's he's has a positive mindset and that's one thing that like i know people know him for like the first time i saw any of his clips um was on twitter and it was him dancing to a mariah carey song (laughs) and he was just dancing and being so happy and i'm like this guy is really just vibing he's being himself and so yeah um back to what your question was i i think it's so cool how he we're gonna see he we're clearly seeing seeing him go from rags to riches and i mean a car is something but the fact that people are donating money and he's able to put that money for good use like to buy house people i'm not poor poor but i am poor so if you guys want to sell me some money get my number through instagram and please help me out um i want the same help but no i there's i'm not even gonna front there's a small part of me that's like jealous because it's like i always tell you and i always tell my sister people on tiktok get famous off of the littlest things and i know i hate tiktok so much but i feel like i've reached my breaking point that i'm at the point where i'm like let me get on tiktok (laughs) and just post something that's gonna get me fame because i'm telling you tiktok is like so fucking weird that like this man was posting for two fucking years and one video is what shot like shot him to fucking stardom after two years I mean, I told you this off air, but like my niece, bitch, over here, 3.1 million views from her fucking making fun of David Dobrik. Like, Go give her, give her a quick shout out. What is her user? Maybe, you know, she, get, she might get more followers, more likes. Um, on TikTok? On TikTok. On TikTok, her username is, oh shit, let me put like you, um, excuse me, you should have it ready, Daniela. Her <laughs> username is Alyssa with two A's dot marie with two e's okay Alyssa marie a l y s s a a period m a r i e e and so, yeah. her, sister, her sister no just kidding oh her it. sister we don't need to plug your sister she's not as important um no go this ahead just Emily Ramirez. let the people know give us her user you know i want um, i well, might have like a, look for them. i might have a following of like five people but i want to help others and if this girl can somehow you know 
um, underscore Emily, E-M-A-L-E-E. -E. Yes, she's quirky like that. Underscore Ramirez, okay? These bitches, I'm like, these bitches gotta get, like, give us some classes because I'm telling you, it takes one fucking video on TikTok. Look at that girl, Charlie. It Charlie, takes one video that bitch to fucking catapult <laughs> So yeah, if you guys are, um, Alyssa's how old? Um, tell her not Alyssa? to forget about you when she's famous. If she's currently <laughs> single, looking for a uh, 5'11". No, uh, she's happily boy. taken, bitch. Oh, happily let me guess by some white boy. But um, moving <laughs> uh, on to... Um, okay. You just cut off. Please let us know. what. The, what... I said a very nice boy, okay? She don't, nice. Need no, she don't need no hater like you. A very oh. nice white boy. But um, moving on, we want to talk about this the... has got nothing to do with it, Luis. Possible. <laughs> but, the, but the question is, is he white? Maybe. And I thank you. So, but he's a very nice boy. Moving on, make sure he votes for Biden. We met, met him like <laughs> once. <laughs> Yeah, you don't even know his last name. But I know her. I know her. So she's a very sweet girl. Okay. And homegirl, hook us up with some TikTok classes because we need some. <laughs> yeah, please be my teacher on how to get famous. Get at least more than five likes on my shit because that's where I'm currently at on Instagram. <laughs> but um, for the hundredth time, moving on to our Sorry. final story of our, of our podcast, mm -hmm. Mariah Carey shook the nation. She shook the world when she posted a tweet. It was a picture of three, like, direct director chairs. I guess that's like the... The dumb way of me naming them. Um, mm -hmm. She was on set and she posted three chairs with the initials AGMC and JH. Fans, as soon as they saw this, lost their shit and they went crazy. Everyone's number one guess is Mariah Carey, Ariana Grande, and Jennifer Hudson. They said um, they're coming to save 2020 with the Christmas song. And again, you said two seconds ago that I'm a hater and call me a hater. I'm used to it. <laughs> Christmas songs. I'm not a huge fan like it has to be christmas it has to be like th that week of christmas for me to enjoy it i can't it's not it's not gonna be summer and i'm not gonna listen i'm not gonna be listening to like ariana grande's um yeah, yeah. cover music i don't know i just what are your thoughts on this possible collab are you excited okay. are you what's up first of all i get you i'm not gonna be listening to christmas music right now there are people who listen to christmas music literally right now I don't listen to it until like December, but Mariah Carey is the only one that I can listen to her original Christmas music. Everybody else, I'm like, just do covers, just do covers. I don't need your original Christmas song. I just want you to do the cover of, a cover of Jingle Bells, bitch, okay? Because I don't need to hear your new song. We all know what Christmas is about. Mariah Carey did it best, okay? Now my thoughts on this collab. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna be honest, I don't know. You like, don't know? they're all three powerhouse vocals. And yes, I've always wanted to hear Mariah Carey and Ariana Grande, sorry, oh my God, my voice. And Ariana Grande on one track. But is it gonna be too much? Is it gonna be- Yeah, I don't, I feel like it's just me. Like it's all gonna be whistle tones <laughs> and I Jennifer don't... Hudson in the back. Like, yes, bitch, give us those vocals. <laughs> and then on top of that, like, okay, you guys are gonna hate me. I mean, you already do at this point. Let's be honest. You guys hate listening to this. Um, Mariah Carey. At what point does this woman like her vocals? That's what I'm trying to get at. Like, sweet, you're not in your your heyday. You're not in your prime. You are 
I think it's becoming a little too much for her. Like she needs to worry about those kids. She needs to worry about like. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm about to leave this. I'm about to leave this. I'm about to get up and pull a reunion moment. I'm about to get up and leave. How dare you? She's dare all I'm you? thinking about now. Whenever I hear Mariah Carey, I just think of that one um, little performance she had. Like she's had several performances Itch. where like, come on, get it together. So I don't know if that auto-tune is going to be played on this track or if Ariana Grande is just going to steal this track and make it her own. It's going to be Ariana Grande featuring Mariah Carey. Let's be honest, because if it comes down to those three, (laughs) everyone knows I'm an Ariana Grande stan. And I just, I love her. So talk about vocals. No, no, no. We could talk about Carey. Mariah Carey, if you ever listen to this episode in 20 years or something, (laughs) I want you to know that right now, I am defending you because Lise, okay, so what if several performances were not top notch, okay? That bitch is Mariah Carey, okay? She is the reason Ariana Grande can be Ariana Grande. She's the okay? reason. She's the reason. Yes, she's the no, reason. No, I think Ariana Grande is Not Ben Schneider. Not. <laughs> I think her performances, her um, her vocals, her talent. The talent speaks for itself, and I think sure. they say, "What is that saying?" When one, it's like the the queen has arrived. Like, sweetie, your time <laughs> has come and gone. Her. You're you've been dethroned. Give it no. up. And no. yeah, no, no, no. Mariah I, will always hold that diva crown, that queen crown. Okay, your girl Ariana. She's always gonna be second in line. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I think that that's hilarious i have to laugh at that i think the time has come for a new queen and the queen has risen the queen has spoken the queen has sang her little soul out and i just it's time to move on it's time to move on you're wrong. You're entitled to your wrong opinion, and that's fine. Are you? What about you guys listening? Do you? You guys are probably like laughing at us because we're such clowns. But no, let's be honest. Do you guys listen to Ariana Grande or Mariah Carey? Like I know Mariah Carey stands. Like what are they called? Um. I don't know what they're called, but I know her stands, her devoted fans love her. Like there are no other fans like Mariah. And you know what I think I don't like? The, the thing that kind of irks me is she is the definition of diva. Mm-hmm. Like she is a yes. diva to the fullest. And maybe that's like a little too much for me. And I, I guess even though you're a diva, <laughs> bitch. Me, like, like I can't handle it. Me is a fucking bitch himself. I think, okay, no. Tell us. Number one, tell us who you listen to more, Mariah or Ariana. But then tell us who is more iconic. Okay, here's the thing. I am bad with music, so I've, I maybe know like four Mariah Carey songs. And so obviously I listen to more of Ariana Grande. Ariana, like, of course. I just, I'm waiting for Wait. like the sex tape to drop the news to drop like ariana get it together like come on now my two supervisors listening to this your little friend your little friend he's not mariah carey's dad your little friend you need to stop fucking hanging out with him your little friend right there yeah he's too much he's he's not enough no he needs to listen to my girl mariah like give my uh my own rendition of a bunch of ariana grande songs because i just i love her so much i thought you were gonna say mariah carey songs thank you (laughs) i can't even name one like i thought you were about to say uh start singing fantasy Thought you were start, about to start singing Obsession. Thought you were about, no? No, that's so, um, that's the time of the past. That's this in the past. We've moved <laughs> on from that to bigger and better things. 
But um, yeah, um, I was gonna say leave a comment down below, letting us know <laughs> who's no, better, DM Mariah us. or Arnie. Yeah, DM us, tweet us, um, leave us an audio message. <laughs> please, you guys. At this point, I know you guys are listening. Please leave us an audio message. Um, at this point, I'm about to leave our own audio message <laughs> so that we can dis- play it. I'm gonna disguise my voice and be like, <laughs> I love Mariah Carey. I love Lisa and Daniela. They're so sweet. Lisa's my favorite. <laughs> true fans, true moving fans, on bro. moving on to everyone's favorite um portion of the podcast is our daily recaps of the real housewives so real houses of potomac last night's episode aired and i liked it i actually was yeah, surprised that they were able to give us um despite robin's little situation some good storyline um so let's just dive right in so the episode starts off with karen and she's inviting giselle and ashley to go to her hometown because i guess they're having like a a little parade a little homecoming parade here's the thing did they have the parade specifically for her or just for the city like i don't it was i think a- it was for the city i think it was already going on and probably someone was like let's get karen huger our most famous citizen our most famous resident to finally be in a homecoming parade. Like, I think Giselle said it best. Like, so do they have this every year? And why is this the first year kids <laughs> in it? <laughs> yeah, and like her city, her little hometown of population of five, like she's the most famous person, but I digress. <laughs> so then we see Candace and she invites Robin to talk about the fight. And Robin basically tells her like, you know what? I don't know if you're aware, but we had this little meeting at Karen's house. Mm-hmm. Um, and Monique has no remorse. And she basically just says she's team Candace. And then Candace, um, she kind of breaks down a bit. And honestly, I'm so over. I feel like at this point, she's too self-aware of the camera. And she already knows that whenever, like, her go-to is her napkin folding, her little cry for help, her little, my mom hates me, everybody hates me. Why am I, yeah. why is this happening to me? Um, I didn't buy it. I don't, at, like, at some point, you got to learn to, like, just get over it. Or am I being too harsh? What do you think? Do you think she has every right to cry about it every time it's brought up or? I think, oh my God. I understand where you're coming from. Like, okay, bitch, get over it. But at the same time, like, we weren't the ones hit in the back of the head continuously. (laughs) But at this, like, another part of me is like, you're never going to get the reaction, the response that you want from Monique. So like at this point, it's kind of just like move on. Because just like with your mom, you're not going to get closure. You're not going to get closure until you accept that you also had a part. No, you did not deserve to get hit. But you did have a part in your friendship disintegrating. Yes or no? Yeah, I feel like it, which we did see later on. We'll talk about it. Monique has now, she says she didn't deserve it. So she's Mm -hmm. taking ownership of the fight. But like, I get what you're saying where Candace is an instigator she knows that people know Mm -hmm. like you are not a child you know how you are as a person and in order for her to get over it she needs to grow up take accountability and move on from it because there's no point in dwelling like i mean dwelling in the in your sorrow in your pain like is she now doing this for storyline does she not Mm -hmm. have other things going on for her hopefully if she is feeling this pain we see her get over it because it it does you no good for you to wallow in your pain you're only hurting yourself at that point because if monique is saying I'm sorry. I don't care about it anymore. Let's move on. Girl, you're yeah. only, the only one hurting here in this situation is you. So get over I it. Think, I think she also just like, at this point, it's not even about the fact that she hit you. Like, may, like, what are you hurt about? The fact that she hit you and your friendship won't be able to go back. Are you hurt because 
like Karen and Ashley are still kind of taking her side or you like there's just a lot of things at play and part of me is just like maybe you should go to therapy like when you talk to your therapist like maybe you should just move like try to move on and figure out how you can live your life without fucking Monique like you don't yeah and it's like funny at that, this point stop worrying about it it's funny know? that you mentioned that because i my sister was telling me that honestly that probably is like the main the main factor in all of this is that she's mm-hmm. probably upset because i know how if i had a close friend that like shit yeah. went down and this is how you this is how it happened and obviously you don't want it to happen that way it's painful and it's hurtful because i feel like in candace's heart of hearts in her mind she did whatever she could to be the best friend she could to to Monique and it wasn't reciprocated in her eyes and she just feels pain and the more we talk about it the more I feel bad for her yeah it's like uh they both have their own versions like they both think the other one was a shitty friend and I feel like at the end of the day uh, I sound like such a fucking like mediator but at the end of the day the reason they got into this physical fight you see it we'll talk about it later on with Monique's uh talk with her pastor but it's like Monique did have a lot of shit going on and their fight, I felt like, came from miscommunication because neither one of them wanted to talk to the other one. Do you hear me? Like, yeah, neither one of them wanted to say her feelings out loud. When and it's it, like, didn't, it didn't help that they were drinking. It didn't help that there was exactly, a, a yes. crowd of morons around them. Yeah. It didn't help that the cameras <laughs> were there. It just, a lot of things got escalated and it happened that way. But yeah, I digress. Hopefully they can move on from it. Um, but in that same <laughs> thought, Candace goes, enough about her. Let's talk about your tax issues. And you can tell she's like speaking through her teeth, biting her tongue. She doesn't want to basically come out and say it. But she goes, it's about like 90000 I hear. And Robin, <laughs> the irony, I love how Candace was woman woman enough to you know give us a throwback and was like but weren't you the same bitch who was talking about Karen's tax problems raised tax problems in season three and now the irony that you have tax problems and Robin gives the most bullshit excuse and she's like oh bottom line is I have a bad um, accountant and I forgot to um, I wasn't I wasn't like considering I wasn't aware of certain money certain funds I had oh my god like, no you you're a schemer what the yeah fuck it's like what? but also isn't that why her and juan lost money last time too because of another like a bad accountant that she trusted so maybe she just does not put her faith in the right people maybe she's not putting her money her business ideas with the right people because it seems like people are scheming her or something because bitch you gotta get with a professional maybe maybe not with someone who's running their shit from the back of their van because then, <laughs> then also how much money i don't know if you can at the top of your head like you can mm-hmm. remember how much money did she make from flipping that house didn't she make like she made less than what she wanted to like but my point being she made a lot of money yeah so it's like you're making all this money but then you have all these tax problems where is it going exactly like what i know your little house in baltimore is not costing all that money bitch show us the money show us your uh your tax and then where's your money then that's another thing where's your money from the show going to like what are you doing with this like yeah you're that bad at money five seasons in and you've been a returning house a full-time housewife for five exactly. years now giselle was able to buy a one million dollar where the fuck are you <laughs> where's your money where is it um for and the irony people on twitter i saw this morning people were dragging him they're like her stupid tag of all taglines um i live in a house full of ballers but i don't get bitch no you are getting played you're you're a clown literally so moving on oh from those clowns it goes back to karen and they meet up with their family and i honestly got this 
was um first i thought it was awkward but it was like a heartwarming scene you can tell she felt super comfortable with her house Mm -hmm. i mean with her with being at home with her family and they're just talking about how like um you know this bitch has always been the grand dame of her own little world she's always been super like um Mm -hmm. full of herself what did you think about them being like oh yeah this bitch has always been full of herself we talked about it last time when i said maybe ray has these issues with her because she's gotten like into her head a little bit more but it's like no she's always been this way she's always been like um they use the word confident sometimes i would use the word cocky but i digress um they were like no yeah she's always been like that she's always thought so much of herself so i'm like oh interesting a lot of dots are adding up you know what i fucking hate and i i have no issue admitting it but watching her on the screen felt like i was watching myself like i i've put it out into the universe and i'm all about manifesting i will become somebody and you guys are gonna remember luis lozano you're gonna like oh yeah that one fact that one bitch that bitch <laughs> um but yeah so it was funny like i was laughing but then the same, i was like bro that's literally gonna be me like when i become famous i'm gonna be like people my family are gonna be like yeah this bitch has always been like full of himself and arrogant but um it's nice to see that she base essentially came from nothing and now she's somebody yeah um but um what I did want to talk about was the fact that, okay, so they're having their little parade and then Monique calls. Or this, they're oh, like God. planting corn or something. I don't They're like on a farm. Um, and then Monique calls. Giselle immediately reverts back and she is triggered. She is bothered. She's like wanting to curse Monique through the phone. Yeah. And Ashley being the good friend, she was kind of like shooing her away and she kind of like, because whatever. Monique basically was like, oh, it sucks that I'm not there. And then Ashley's like, girl, we miss you. Like, it sucks you're not here. She hangs up. And then um, Giselle just talks about her disdain and her hatred towards Monique. And, okay, what are your thoughts on her being such a hater and, like, how she's dealing she with is, everything? She is a fucking hater. Um, okay, first of all, before I get up in that, isn't it weird that Karen invited Ashley and Giselle to her hometown when like the people who don't want to film with Monique are Giselle, Robin, Wendy, and Candace. But yet Ashley and Karen could have taken the opportunity to bring Monique into their fold still and they could have invited Monique. I don't know why Monique maybe didn't say yes or they didn't invite Monique, but right there, it was kind of like, ladies, you guys are on this phone. You know Giselle doesn't like her. What? That was one issue. But then Giselle does, like, to me, it was just like, Giselle, at this point, bitch, like, we all know you don't like her. You have not liked her since her four homes comment. Just fucking walk away. <laughs> it's obvious Ashley will continue to be her friend. Karen, on the other hand, is a little bit dicey. But I was like, just walk away. She's not saying anything. She's never going to say, I don't know how to explain it. She's never going to say what Giselle wants to hear, which is Giselle, you are my idol. You are the one I look up to. Like, so just walk away because yeah. she's never going to kiss the ground you walk on. Okay. So it's like, just move on. This bitch is obviously younger than you. She's obviously better off than you. Like, you should focus on what you have going for you, which is your three beautiful daughters who have good heads on their shoulders, and despite you being a crazy mom. Oh, God. But they have good heads on their shoulders. 
And you should focus on what you have going on with them. Focus on yourself and this quote unquote image you have to protect. Oh, her and her which, fucking image. Her what her shitty living room? Her which, shitty style. Her shitty room. People were bringing people were bringing it up on social media this past weekend with Cynthia Bailey's wedding going on in Atlanta. How Giselle was kicking with Portia. And then people were like, oh, but I thought Giselle didn't want to be seen with people who get in physical altercations because it hurts her image. Huh? And it's like, exactly, Giselle, right there. Bitch, I will defend you forever and ever because I love you. You're my favorite. But at some point, it's like, bitch, just say you're a hater. Just own it. Okay, I'm a hater. I will own it. Own it, like Lisa Brenna said. Own it. Own it. it. (laughs) So sometimes I'm just like, bitch, just admit you're a hater. Just admit. Like she even she gave you a bigger reason not to like her after she got into this physical fight. Like, just say it, bitch, because everybody knows it. Everybody can see it. You're jealous. You've always been jealous. Yeah, it gets tiring. It's like we get it. You fucking hair. Move on. You just exactly. at some look point like a bitter bitch. At some point, I wonder if Bravo, like Bravo's gonna go one of two ways: get rid of Giselle because people aren't gonna want to see her over and over and over again. Like dis Monique or they're going to get rid of Monique or they're going to get rid of both of them I think they're going to get rid of Monique before they get rid of Giselle unfortunately I'm a fan of both Um, yeah she's like a staple for being an instigator of the drama and I've noticed she has yet to be in a big big argument like she somehow will plant the seeds and run away Mm -hmm. throw a rock and hide her hand and no one's called her out social media is going like they're lighting up on social media like about you know, the rumors with Jamal. And I'm like, okay, but that's things people, that's things people already knew. Like everyone knows he's a cheater. Everyone knows he has a thousand like different mothers to his children. Okay. Everybody knows that. Like you guys want to like out her as some sort of. I was going to say, person, did, you but it's see, like, bitch. did you see that? I guess her former friend or somebody from close that was once close to her came out and one of the blogs posted it and they were basically saying like Giselle better hold on to her wig because at this reunion, I guess this, there's this person coming out being like, I have all this tea, like things, they have facts and information on her that will yeah. end her. As long as it is not about Jamal, which people already know about every, everything about Jamal, it's gotta be something different than Jamal, different than, you know, Sherman. Like it has to be some, like, like as if the rumor that Candace has been saying is true. Like the fact that Giselle was behind the Sharice stuff. I think Giselle, it, do you get oh me? God, yeah. It has to be that. Something big or else even. Or else Giselle's gonna be like, well, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Like the yeah, whole yeah. man situation. We need new things. But um moving on. <laughs> moving on. Um but before we move on from that, I like how Giselle um I mean I like how Ashley was calling out Karen because she was like, um mm. you had said that because I guess Karen kind of outed herself or she kind of admitted to being like no I told Candace that if I was her I would press charges and yeah. right away Ashley was like well did you tell Monique this because you're her friend and like it seems shady she's like no I'm, I have but if not I will remind her um and Monique thinks she's on her side and everything which we'll see later on Ashley kind of tells her like hey you know she's saying she should press charges which obviously doesn't make Monique feel good because that's supposed to be your friend too but I'm um, moving on I'm gonna make this quick because I found this pointless stupid and boring Robin and Juan meet up but she comes up no. in a shitty ass wig a sweater with a tag still on it Bye. and she's playing her alter ego Tatiana she comes in and I guess they're role playing I don't know if because their sex has gone nowhere it's dur or because of these tax problems and it's cringy it's uncomfortable what I fast forwarded 
I fast forwarded. People can't see my head. I'm shaking my head. I'm so like I was. I was like, this is uncomfortable. I don't like this. Um, let's move it along. I think this I was is like, this is way this is her way of acknowledging because you know how she called out um, Karen for not for basically being like, how do you not know? I think this was her way of doing damage control and being like, well, see, I told my man about my tax problems, blah blah blah. But it was stupid, pointless. Moving on. Uh, it was cringy. Yeah, move on. So <laughs> they have the little parade. We've already mentioned this parade like a hundred times, but we finally get to <laughs> it. And she's like a queen in her little city. And Ashley basically tells right. Um, is telling Giselle while they're waiting to the side. Cause you know, they can't be in the car with her cause they're not from that little city. <laughs> they're not the Queens. It's just Karen. Ashley and Giselle are having a conversation about their marriage. And as she tells Giselle that she's like, you know what? I think it's, it's difficult for Ray to see Karen like this because Ray married a woman. The woman mm. that she is now is not the same person he fell in love with. And she kind of, I like how she like, this is why I stand Ashley because she's able to talk not talk shit, but she's able to talk on people's marriages, talk on people's things, and then bring it back to herself. She yes. basically said the same thing. She's like, you know what? I think that's why me and um, creepy ass old Michael are having problems because I am not the same woman. I'm not that young girl that he married. And now we're having these issues with the open marriage thing. Because I, bottom line, I think that's what she's referring to. I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, I think he was thinking, I'm, I'm gonna be okay like we're still good with the open marriage part I still wanna yeah. fuck you still wanna fuck but I think and then she, cause she said oh um, but I'm a mother now and my mindset is a little bit different so I think she's kinda like you know what we're this is our family we're settled in you yeah. together I think their open marriage was also I think it's also different because their open marriage was both of them seeking out other people together to be with do you get me yeah. and he's doing it on his own which is basically not what they agreed on He's just creepy. I don't even. She, My, she can do better. She's getting that post-nuptial check. The, she is trying to get every bag she possibly can, and we support Honestly. that. Keep, it, keep going. Keep, <laughs> um, again, a stupid funny. The, I'm going to, like, every episode, I'm going to drop a favorite funny, stupid, random moment. This one had to be when they're waiting on the side, and one car passes by, and they're like, can we throw candy at you? And they're like, sure. They catch <laughs> it. The next car goes and tosses it. And the candy bar just hits her and it falls. <laughs> and they both stare at it and they're like, oop, and it falls. And then the little girl comes running and gets it. Why did, am I the only one who notices this? What was like, that? The, I was like, like we're kind of was homecoming so random. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, we ain't never had this. Throwing candy, what the hell? And then on top of that, to be throwing candy at people who are not like, you clearly see she's not reaching, expecting candy. For you to just hit her with the candy, it was funny, stupid, random. I don't know. I had to mention it. The second to last story, the second to last main idea that we saw is Candace. Obnoxious Candace and her obnoxious mom are looking at dogs. So they go in and she's like, you know what? I took it as her being like, you know what? I'm not ready for a baby. So I'm going to see if I'm good with the smaller baby, a puppy. They go in, look at dogs. Mm -hmm. I see this as stupid. They're creating storylines. The point of that meeting was just to talk about Candace getting dragged by Monique. And of course, of all, I don't know if you noticed this, but of all puppies, she decides to look at the Chihuahua. And I, I told my sister, of course, she, went and she wanted to look at the Chihuahua because the bitch is a Chihuahua. But um, they get the dog and her and her mom are outside. They're like in a little place, walking the dog, just talking. And Candace says that she's super upset that Monique is not remorse, remorseful. And she's just mad at the situation. Her mom is kind of like, you know what? This is not us. This is not you. We are not trash. We are not gutter. We don't go down in the gutter. We don't stoop to that level where we're at the gutter with these people. 
And I already told you this previously off air, but the irony of that statement, this is coming from the woman who bopped yeah. her daughter upside the head with a purse. This is, this is, she's talking to her daughter who threw a knife at a person. This is beyond hypocritical. This is yeah. to quote her. This is um, kettles, pots, and everybody's black. <laughs> this is, these are her words. Like yeah. the hypocrisy. I was so frustrated watching this. Like, what did you think? What did you think when this, all this bullshit was happening? I'm like, this mom is too much. Not only have, not only have we heard of you being physically abusive towards Candace, but you're also emotionally, verbally, like you're everything that any mandated reporter learns about. Like, and she's a, she's a therapist, right? Like she's, she's yes. like a psychiatrist or something. Even it's more, like, it's like the irony. It, the irony, exactly. So it's like, ma'am, the reason Candace's relationships, friendships don't flourish the reason she has issues keeping any type of friendship, any type of relationship with anyone other than Chris is because of you, because you are everything you're calling Monique and more. Like I was, I, I was just like, bitch, you see why can't, it's not an excuse for why Candace is the way that she is, but it's like, you see why Candace is the way that she is. It's like and- a constant thing. My sister was saying that she gets bothered whenever they reference, you know, um, it's like they're elitist and like their status. They're all about, you know, basically looking down at people and looking at exactly garbage. And that irritates me because what is so like, they're so it's triggering. It's not. It's like they're the type of be like, ew, you're so ghetto. Ew, you're trash. You're ghetto beneath me. I mean, we've seen at the reunion, Candace was like, uh, Monique, she's very hood. She exhibits on And it's just, to me, oh my God. When after they got into a fucking fight, and then she was just like, the "The ghetto bitch came out. out. It's like, really? There is no correlation, okay? They're like, because at the end of the day, like these other women, these other franchises are still going to look at all of you like the same. Like, even though you're calling her a hood bitch, a ghetto bitch, white women are still going to view you the same. And it's like, like they, their best thing, their, like their favorite thing to do, specifically these two women, Candace and her mom, um, yeah. on this show is they like to deflect. And it's like, if you think about it this way, you guys calling her ghetto, calling her trash, calling you hood, calling her hood, doesn't make, doesn't take that away from you guys that doesn't make you any better just because you're saying these things doesn't make it true so i think they need to take a good look in the mirror and be like you know what we fucked up and they had they've had her mom on the reunion so hopefully they bring her back and andy calls her out and like and her mom doesn't even that's the thing this is why you don't see candace taking accountability because her mom doesn't take accountability you saw when they were calling her out for bopping candace on the head with they turned it into a joke they were all laughing the mom was like, no. And I was just like, actually, it's very sad that like your daughter is afraid. Your daughter's not financially independent because you don't let her be financially independent. Like I'm telling you, everything adds up with Candace. And I feel like her therapist is helping. Candace's therapist is helping. But I feel like her therapist needs to like tell her to cut her mom off because her mom just hurts just hurts her progress and it's like bitch her you could mom be- is a yeah and here's the thing i don't see candace like i don't think she's a horrible person but i yeah. do think that her mom has a Escalated. like she's a huge factor of, as to yeah. why she is as she is a person and you're right i think if she were to cut her off or if she were to take some time and distance 
away from her mom she would probably be a better person like and it sucks like i was just thinking about like how they are in their relationship between you know the mother and daughter but then i think what about chris imagine being chris in the situation where your wife is obnoxious as hell the mother-in-law is obnoxious as hell when you try talking to your wife she storms she closes the door storms off and she can't keep a conversation she's a crybaby the mom is a crybaby it's like how how do you deal with this like sometimes i wonder sorry sometimes i wonder like how they got together do you get me well she's made it very clear that he owns companies he owns the he owns a big furniture company and then he owns the largest business so i'm like is it the brown penis she's in love with is it the the money that he supposedly has (laughs) what's funny is i usually it's usually the opposite i like the housewife more than the husband like some like denise and aaron like i like denise but i don't like aaron but it's like with them i like chris no with them i hate all of them anyone on candace you know who i like that's on candace's side is her younger sister who helps her with the with the wig shop shop, whatever i like chris because he doesn't you might not see it this way but he doesn't make excuses for her i feel like no i see it. he calls her out on her bullshit and he but i feel like he gets nowhere like she to her it's like one one way do you get me yeah she yeah. she hates being called it she's and we much. saw it in the previous season but she's a princess and she doesn't know how to move past that but the minute i'm telling you the minute she is able to take accountability in all her relationships with her husband her sisters her mom her. her friends she'll be seen in such a better light and yeah. like just move past it move past it we want better for you candace <laughs> i'm a hating ass bitch but we want better for you and move past <laughs> it um the episode ends with monique so monique invites her pastor and she basically is talking to him and i hated this moment because she's such in a vulnerable position that fans and haters can comment on it and from a person who doesn't really like to be vulnerable because being vulnerable is hard. You have to take accountability. Mm-hmm. You have to like the, her uh, position specifically. She has to, you know, break down all her walls, basically put her wrists out and be like, you know what? I'm sorry. Like I, I'm a dumb bitch. I, I fucked up. And so we see her break down. And the moment that kind of all made sense was when the pastor said, he said something like you've been on survival mode, survival mode all your life. Yeah. When you were growing up, you said you got bullied. You've had to deal with that. Now that your husband is famous and you you have like to deal with your kids and your image or whatever, like you have to do it with that with your friends. I, I find it so funny how he was like, your friends here in Potomac. I'm like, child, they are not friends. This is a show. A lot of these bitches are not her friends. But um, she basically, after all was said and done, she, she said she felt bad and she was crying. And she's like, I, I feel so bad because she didn't deserve that. Do you think this is her... Do you think, basically, did you buy it? Do you honestly think she's remorseful now? Do you think she's learned her lesson? Moving past this, is she going to be a better person? How do you How do you feel? Hopefully, no. Yeah. I think the difference between last week and this week, last week when she was, like, with the ladies, it's like you could literally, you could definitely tell she had her walls up. Like, she was just like, I'm not, I'm not remorseful, blah, blah, blah. Even when she was crying and trying to be vulnerable with them, it's like, it wasn't genuine, like, that's why last week I was like, I don't buy it. I don't buy her trying to pretend that she that that she was in the wrong or something. But this week when she was talking to her pastor, and maybe it's because she was talking to her pastor and she knows he's not going to judge her because he did sound like he was scolding her like Chris was before. Yeah. 
but he wasn't being judgmental. I felt like Chris was being judgmental when he was like telling her, like, like you shouldn't have gotten into a physical fight. Like, why would you do that? You're a mom, blah, 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 blah. Because you know, but her sorry pastor to up, but no, yeah, I go. think what he was doing was he was telling her, you're wrong because this, this, and this. Yeah. So I understand why you did it because this, this, and this. So I think if you were in Monique, like, if you see it from her perspective, she's kind of seeing like, okay, he's telling me I'm wrong. But there's a reason. These are the reasons yeah. behind all my my. And he wasn't he wasn't making excuses for her either. I like that her pastor, despite knowing her, despite caring for her, he was being unbiased, and he was just like, and he was telling her, "I don't care about the other girl. I care about you, and your part in this, and how you did wrong. Because this is not." This is not who you are. And despite the other ladies being like your umbrella incident, I brought it up too, but it's like, <laughs> this isn't like, do you get me? Like, this isn't who she is. Despite them wanting to be like, she's violent. It's like, bitch, of course people are going to get violent when you keep poking the bear, like get some sense, get yeah, some logic. I think like, it's never too late. You can always start over. Um, and as long as you show progress and you, sh- and people are exactly. able to say that you're putting an effort, then like, come on, women, think, look, get off your high horse and give her some, cut her some slack. I think, like I told you, it ended off with a note. She seemed, she genuinely did seem remorseful. Like she, it's like she saw the light and was like, I should not have hit her. Yes, there's still kings to work out. We, there was shit that she was saying. There was shit that I was saying. But bottom line, I should not have hit her. You could see that light turn on in her head. And you could see that she was like genuine about the fact that she wanted to reach out to Candace. She was finally at the point where she wanted to reach out to Candace. And that's where the episode ends. And then we see next week's fucking Oh, God. Um, then we see, clip. so Candace is having some kind of party. And they're mm. basically talking about, you know, you, you're pressing charges. Is the whole point of this to get her to go to jail? And she's like, mm, possibly. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God. So. Like, you just went. Like, Two, Again, I think she's back. she's reacting over like what she's doing all this because she's in her feelings. She's hurt yeah. and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna try to get her where it hurts and hopefully it hurts her. And then we see Wendy, which I completely uh glossed over. I, compl- about, I was gonna we, tell you after we can we talk about it uh, real quick. Um so Wendy meets up with her sister and she basically tells her that she's kind of questioning whether or not she should stay as a professor and she's kind of over it and she basically tells us that she's only doing it to appease her mother. Okay, here are my thoughts on this. Wendy, somebody on Twitter said it best. The only thing Wendy brings to the show is her five degrees. Uh, I'm not a huge fan as, of Wendy. My, yeah. I, I sent you a link. As it's watch today. It's always the same thing. As soon as we're done recording, something Something drops. new pops up, yes. But um, I sent you a, a story last week that stated that Wendy apparently, I'm not sure she's having financial problems, but apparently somebody at the university is basically saying that where she teaches that she doesn't make a lot of money. Mm -hmm. They said that for her wedding, she had to like sell shit. I don't know. It was this whole mess. We're basically saying she doesn't have money. So then for her right now on the show to be like, I don't know if I should be this. Like, I know it makes money, blah, blah, blah. But like, I don't know if I should stay just to please mom. And her sister's like, bitch, you don't even know what you want to do. So yeah, stick with it. It's like me right now. I want to quit my job, but at the same time, it's like, I don't got nothing else lined up. <laughs> Wendy, get some sense, bitch. And you some, you have money, so you should get bigger sense. Come on. I, the article that you sent me where it was like talking about how her family lineage is like cursed. And so that's why, what's her husband's name? Eddie. That's why Eddie's family didn't want her to marry him because in Nigerian culture, 
they look at lineage, which part of me was like, okay, that's kind of elitist. Like, like, oh, it's cursed. So you guys exactly. don't want them to get married. Basically, like y'all are saying you don't want them to procreate because you want your, your line, your family line to get better. So I was like, that's dumbass reason for you guys not want, not wanting for them to get married. But then when we get into the financial issues, it's like, I can see why maybe she's trying to pull storylines out of her ass because this may be the only coin that she's getting. <laughs> because degrees, as everybody knows, degrees cost money, okay? And after you're done with your bachelor's, master's, doctorates, um, any shit after bachelor's, you pay out of, people probably pay bachelor's out of pocket. But after bachelor's, unless your job is going to pay for you or unless you find somebody to pay for you, all that shit is out of pocket or unless you get a loan. So this bitch got five degrees. Her husband, what, got another five. They're severely in debt. So if she's trying to pull storylines out of her ass to get some coin, more power to her. <laughs> but I understand. I wanted to be, I do still like her. Nothing's really making me unlike her or like her even more. Nothing's making her stand out to me. At first, I was like, so hard for her i was like yes dr wendy i love her but now she's kind of like she kind of let down my expectations and like i don't know she's just not giving me what i want i don't think she's <laughs> that really, sounds weird i don't really think she's bringing anything to the yeah, show she's exactly the fact that you glossed over her there even <laughs> like and the fact i didn't even realize until i think when you, we were talking about monique i was like wait didn't something happen with wendy but it's like the fact that we could so easily gloss over. She's, I'm sorry to say, or to even offend her and compare like this, but she's like the Teddy of Beverly Hills. She's a Teddy Gee. of Potomac. Like you're there. And I feel great. like she, she does have a chance to step it up if she can. So hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully she gets a second chance. And Cause, a second Cause season, here's the thing. I like, feel like we would be saying the opposite. Let's be honest. Or at least I would. I feel like if let's mm-hmm. say she came in strong, I mean, she did come in strong. And if she was bringing the drama, bringing anything, I feel like I would be saying, Oh, she's, she's going too hard. She's too high yeah. and heavy. Like you True. just came on the scene. But like you said, hopefully later on, like the second half of the season, cause I think we're almost reaching that point where we're reaching the half of the season. Yeah. The second half of the season. Um, hopefully she brings it. Hopefully she brings more to the table because if not, she might be a season uh, one season wonder. Um, yeah. Before we completely, before we keep completely end with Potomac, um, the last sentence or the last point I wanted to make was her friends. So Monique's friends, and I use that term loosely. Her friends <laughs> are not satisfied with her with her protection. That's what I wrote. Not satisfied with the protection, and it's almost as if she has to prove herself. And I think this can be this is so obvious they don't like what she's doing they don't like her job they don't it's like nothing she does will ever please them and i think that's why she's always on the defense and like i don't blame her for reacting the way she did if she's like i'm and i've seen interviews and i've seen like her on instagram live now like currently live where she basically says i'm gonna be back unless they fire me and you know what i'm over like i'm not gonna give these ladies the same respect that i used to give them because they don't return that Mm -hmm. and like we've seen it like if you watch this show like not biasly and you just watch it first time watching it you'll see monique was never one to like start fights never one to be the first one like never be the first one to disrespect someone so i don't know where this hatred like is it envy is are you guys all just jealous like what is it i genuinely don't know what their fascination with hating her is i think also she has no one 
no one but Ashley in her corner. What, the first season, she didn't really have, like, if you, if you think about it, she never had a close friend until Candace. So now I'm thinking about it. Sorry, I'm getting deep. We all getting deep. Um, yeah, because the first season, she didn't have issues. The only issue she had was with Giselle. But it's like, yeah, she never started her, she never started anything. So I get where you're coming from. Like, nothing, nothing, nothing she did. Her. Like, it wasn't. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It could be envy. I feel like, I feel like hopefully she does keep up this, like, I don't give a fuck attitude, but like, where, where she continues to be likable. Cause there, you know, there's a point where like housewives will have an, I don't give a fuck attitude. And then they're just unlikable. Like, Brandy, just like, Lisa. Brandy, yes, exactly. And you're just like, okay, Bye. She, like she, she needs to find a happy medium, or else yes. she eventually will be phased out. Because like I'm said, trying to think of thing, someone who might be like that. Because it's one. I mean, Ashley kind of has a I don't give a fuck attitude, but at the same time, she's level headed and she kind of knows how to yeah meet you know compromise with other women. But if she has this, I feel like let's be honest, if she continues this I don't give a fuck attitude, like fuck y'all, but I'm so she's about to be like Nini. It's not gonna exactly. You become bitter, and it just becomes hard to watch. So yeah, Hopefully. and it just kind of like. You become so unlikable to everybody, you know. Like, it's just sad. Yeah, then and I wouldn't up, want her to go out like that. I want her to go out. It's painful to watch that. And then you, you know, yeah. they end up tweeting about how Wendy does coke and how Andy's racist. Yeah. And yeah, Nini, yeah. we're talking about you. You need to get it together. Um, <laughs> Brandy and Nini, we're talking about you guys. I just, I can't. Uh, but Potomac, I'm excited. I'm telling you, Potomac, I'm excited for every episode. I love them. I love them so much. They always bring it. You guys are still sleeping on Potomac, then you guys are dumb. But <laughs> everybody, okay, we stopped listening already. So <laughs> you know what I'm gonna say if, before we like sign off? Yeah. Salt Lake City. The date is November something. Is it November? Or is, is it, it November like 11th or November 12th? I think November. Stupid. November 11th. The day is slowly coming. We're officially like a month left, and I saw I'm their excited. their cast photo dropped. I think I. <sighs> I say I hate to be a hater, but that's like probably one of my favorite pastimes. Is everyone it. is already praising this housewife, Jen. I don't know if you've seen her over Twitter. Jen Shaw, yes. I don't see the fascination with her. Like, I get it. Oh. She's outspoken and she says her opinion, which is I literally me. I can relate. But I feel like we're overhyping her. And if she doesn't deliver what the people are asking for, yeah. want, want, it's going to be a sudden letdown. I think you and I are the same, where like if something's overhyped too much, you're kind of like, Ugh, I don't want to like it, you know? <laughs> Hopefully, because I, I felt the same way. I was just like, why is everybody why is everybody up her butt? Like, what's happening? But then I think of it this way. New York, Republican. All those bitches, minus maybe Dorinda, who R.I.P. she left. Me, R.I.P. she didn't die. She just left the show. <laughs> um, Dorinda, Leah, maybe Tinsley, liberal. The rest of these bitches, conservative. Trump, 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 okay? OC, all of them, Trump minus Bronwyn. Which, did you which see what happened with I, OC? Every time I hear that name, what kind of fucking name is Bronwyn? I don't know, some white name. But she's liberal. Everyone else is Trump. Um, let's see. I saw an article saying that she's not talking to her castmates currently. Yeah, because Bronwyn, when... Um, Everything happened with George Floyd. Bronwyn was protesting out on the streets as opposed to Kelly Dodd, 
who oh, that stupid bitch if you don't know kelly dodd was a fan favorite last season everybody was rallying behind her i have never seen i have never seen bravo fans turn on someone so quickly because she was such a fan favorite everybody was like yes kelly is the future of orange county and now everybody's like if kelly's still on orange county i am not watching because i need to i need to I need to send you uh there was uh I think a producer did an interview where he spilled a lot of tea. He basically okay, so let me drop uh, a couple of facts real quick. Apparently uh New Jersey is getting a new intro. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, Potomac yes. that a uh, producer James, Mr. White Boy, who was holding Monique back um at the winery at the barn, apparently one of the producers says that he is way too close to the housewives, basically saying he doesn't know the, the difference between a coworker. Yeah, best. He's a, apparently he's up their asses, but the reality is apparently he goes on Instagram, makes fake accounts, and leaks a bunch of stories. And he basically leaks the season to fan accounts so that and bloggers so that they go ahead and post it, and it brings the viewers in. Which people are probably like, "Oh, well, that's good. Like he's bringing views." But to me, that's messy. Like, yeah, bruh, like get it together. You're working on the set with the women, but you're not friends with them like yeah at least i don't know at least a bad taste mouth at some point they're kind of your bosses too like you oh no yeah now that you're bringing it up it's kind of like it's messy like he should know that there's a line like yeah um shouldn't they be signing ndas that's that's what i said i was like who uh contracts what is this another t another fact they said that this producer on the podcast he was on a podcast he did an interview he said that apparently Dorinda was an evil bitch to him that whenever they had a film and whenever they had to work she was rude to the people on set that he feels vindicated he said i feel super happy that the bitch got fired because yeah she was not a nice person on set that people okay this is what i'm talking about people housewives become so bitter and they have their i don't give a fuck attitude that they become unlikable dorinda was one of them because she started off and people liked her but then she just became like a drunk bitter person and you're just kind of like get off my screen already and that's what happened with brandy that's what happened with mimi that's what happened with vicky like at some point it's like get off get away so yeah i heard that the reason she got fired is because she was rude to produce to production andy later said that that's not the reason that the reason she left, the reason they let her go is because is because she was bitter, but they felt like she needed to take a break because she kind of became like a bully on the show. So, yes, I know that's kind of the reason that she got fired. But I mean, well, anyway. the guy was basically saying that he was happy she got fired. Yeah, and that's good. You're being a miserable bitch on set. Get the fuck off there. Then get away, yeah. They also said that uh, New Jersey, they're currently filming. Apparently, they're going to extend the season three, three weeks longer. I don't know how that translates into how many episodes the season's going to be, but apparently they're yeah. extending the filming because the drama between Teresa and Jackie has oh. been extra, like extra drama, juicy. like it's extra juicy, dramatic, yeah, so they're yeah. extending it. Um, this guy also said that Atlanta, the Atlanta women are different because they feel like they always have to be on it. They always have to be hot and ready. They always have to be ready to read. They basically feel like it's difficult for them. Like basically he was saying that they can't, they feel like they can't be mediocre. They can't just go on a, a set. They can't just meet up and yeah. keep in whatever, whatever, because the views are going to go down. Like there like, always has to be a reason. Yeah. There has to be like, they yeah. have to like always be on it, which kind of sucks. Cause it's like the show. Because Beverly Hill, you get Beverly Hills. You get like fucking three seasons of nothing. OC. You can watch them get COVID tested for three episodes. It's like, 
it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's a standard. There's a double standard. Exactly. Um, and the, the last thing, the last thing, well, I'll mention two more things. Another thing that was talked about was um, recently was the fact that this bitch Kelly had a drunk, uh, drunk lives matter hat. Yes. And she went, she doubled down. This is what irritated me. So she was called out for being racist and sensitive, being stupid because mm-hmm. like, why would you wear that hat? Like we all know what it's referring to. Um, she got called out and she she didn't apologize she doubled down and she said you know what it was a joke it was a gift you guys need to get over it like i'm not changing it it is what it is and people were upset to like why is this bitch still on there the um that producer who did the interview on the podcast said that she's gonna be phased out that he thinks that this is probably her last season and she's gonna get fired i hope so they said you're probably not gonna see a lot of her scenes it's gonna be like watered down which I'm happy for because I've never watched the show, but she sounds stupid as fuck. And the last thing I'll talk about, and I don't, I didn't want to bring it up, but apparently, <laughs> ah, I know what you're about. Portia Williams, the fa- my favorite housewife of any show, and Tanya Sam, friend of the show, were allegedly caught in a threesome. Apparently, they take a trip to, I believe it's south carolina i don't know point is they take a trip and they have a little bachelorette party for cynthia because you know as of what two days ago september 10th she got married which bravo was going to record but the minute they found out that it was 250 guests they said fuck you we don't want to be included in that we don't want to be promoting that you know let's all gather around during covid so they didn't film it but my main point was that they're apparently we're caught in threesome and apparently people heard them fucking the quote and i quote was like fuck me harder apparently they lasted an hour and then they went again for more than three hours like i don't want to believe tanya recently posted something on instagram i think it was a day ago she posted something being like the rumors circulating around she didn't are not true this is not true and that's Mm -hmm. it on that but then the blog was saying that the blog that leaked this was saying that they were still mic'd so if they're still mic'd and we hear things I don't know. I don't know where it could go from this. Like it's, they're, they're lying to hype up the the season so that we stay tuned and watch it. Like, what do you yeah. think? Is this real? I don't think they'll. Okay, if they were mic'd, I don't think we'll. I don't think we'll hear anything, Louise. But I think we'll hear. We'll get. Okay, I don't know how to explain. This. We're not gonna get like a sex tape. Let's put it out there. <laughs> but we will, some way, somehow, if the ladies, the other ladies, get involved, like. Like, they might be like, I heard you guys last night. That's what we'll get. But we're not going to get, like, audio. We're not I, – I don't think so. I think Bravo would be kind of – Bravo would be kind of pushing it if they gave us audio. I mean, like, you never know. Because people were kind of uh, – they were comparing them to the whole Brandy situation. But they said the difference with this situation is that the ladies were there. They knew it was happening. Yeah. So if it did happen – we might I'm, we're not gonna get audio of them like fucking yeah. we're not gonna get we're not gonna hear but we're gonna get, well, yeah, yeah, I get but we're gonna hear them kind of <laughs> alluding to it and then like yeah. getting to the room and then doing yeah. whatever they're doing I'm i nervous. think i'm scared <laughs> and I'm, the reason I'm, why i'm like anxious about it is because Portia. despite Portia being single they're gonna see this as a bad thing kenya's gonna be like why are you fucking a stripper during covid why are you blah, blah, blah. like oh my god i can already tell yeah kenya's gonna be kenya's gonna be like you're a mother like you should not be doing this like kenya shut the fuck up <laughs> i can't I'm, i can't with kenya i can't with her but ugh, fucking Portia. this will be more entertaining than the brandy denise thing though let's be honest for sure it's yeah. i don't think it has such an like it's not breaking up a friendship it's not 
on the topic of you know hating them hating lesbians because that's what yeah. it kind of says it won't be anything like that it will be more like the ladies will probably feel disrespected that they did it with them in the vicinity or something and then also Most people they're like the blog was saying that it's if it's true that they're focused they're that one of the reasons why the women are upset is that it's going to take away all the work she's done ak all the protests, all of her, all the time she's gone and arrested on the yeah. streets fighting for Black Lives Matter. They're saying, people, this is going to overshadow. Don't you see the news, the people, the media are going to see you fucking out, fucking a stripper as opposed to- But there's to no correlation. Her. Exactly. And that's my point, that it, it won't make any sense. So hopefully, if it's true, she owns it and they move past it. Because it's like, you can't drag her for that. Like, come on. You guys are all fucking people for free. Like, at least she, like, is doing it on TV show where she's getting paid. <laughs> I mean, and she hasn't said anything on social media. So part of me thinks that maybe she did do it. That's what but, I'm saying. But because, you know, she's trying to make sure she gets her coin. She's not going to say anything. Do you get me? So that later on, she doesn't look like a clown. I'm sure you saw like, it. And I posted something. Every other woman was saying, was posting that damn song. Was it's it not me. me. Was yeah, it yeah. me? Was it yeah. me? And she's See? the only one who didn't do it. But um... Because she knows that if she posts something like Tanya, Tanya denied it. But then if it comes out that she was part of it with Portia, she's going to look dumb. She's That's what my sister it. said. She's like, exactly. how is it going to look like when Portia is not saying anything exactly. and she's like doing little subliminal things that she did it. And exactly. then Tanya, like you guys need to get on the same page. Exactly. I think uh, so much has happened with housewives this week. We not only that, and then the fucking Kelly Dodd thing, the drunk wives matter. Um, Cynthia's wedding, like you just said, the 250 people, which to me was completely irresponsible you saw all these girls showing up with their face shields, no mask. I'm like, you have to wear both. Giselle was there. Or... She came out with yeah. the little bling Giselle mask. Exactly. Like, cover up. the face shield goes with the mask. I don't think people know that. The face shield is not in place of the mask. They go together. Fucking idiots. Um, but then also, another thing that I saw was after fucking 15 years, nine, almost 10 franchises, we're getting a little bit of diversity in every in every one of them in every city so in every city except orange county i don't need them <laughs> representing nobody i don't need them that's the thing nobody. in the in the podcast the guy was talking about how like at what point do we he basically was talking about the idea that whether or not we should care about their religious views and their political stance mm -hmm. because Obviously, 90% of the women, if not all in OC, are like racist and are Republican. Yeah. I mean, no. I recently saw somebody posted in one of the blogs that I don't know who it was, but I'm pretty sure it was someone to do with NOC. She pulled out like a Trump hat and she was like, oh my God, I love Trump. I don't know if Gretchen, that was an OC thing. Gretchen or Rossi. It was that she from was OC? OC? Yeah. She's from OC, like seasons three through eight, three through nine. I don't know. But yeah, I saw that one. I'm telling you, OC, all of them Trump minus Broadwin. Bronwyn, <laughs> New York, all of them minus maybe two, three. Atlanta, Potomac, all of them are liberal Democrat. Dallas, I want to say they're also Republican. Which slash maybe one. Did or you two see something? Liberal. I'm pretty sure it was Dallas. One of the ladies said that her mother-in-law died in a car accident, but her daughter, I guess, her, I don't. Oh yeah, the redhead. Her mother-in-law was in a car accident, but her daughter survived. And I'm yeah, like, oh, survived. just things. A lot of my not have happened just... in the world of like celebrity entertainment, but as far as Bravo and Housewives, so much has happened. This so week. much has happened. And then that bitch was also outed like last season, like at the end of last season, because it had come out that she had made fun of Asians before. 
and people were saying she should get fired just like the other lady who had made a derogatory comment towards the Mexican housewife who had just joined, which I feel like Bravo does this a lot. They pick and choose who to be strict with. Do you get me? Definitely. So, you, you see who they stand, who they kind of exactly. expose and who they, they like brush it under the rug. Yes. And Andy Bravo exec- executives, I don't know who the fuck. Rightfully is, so. Y'all need to get it together because if you're going to have, you, you need to keep everyone accountable yeah. and this, keep the same standard. Rightfully so, everyone who makes derogatory comments towards somebody else makes uh, harmful jokes like Phaedra with Candy. Rightfully so, Phaedra was fired for making up a rape accusation. That lady Leanne from Dallas, rightfully so, was fired for making a derogatory comment toward her Mexican cast member. Vicky Gunvalson was rightfully fired after being homophobic. Um... Vanderpump Rules. I know you don't watch them. But I was like, gonna say, how many people have from that show? Why is it still a thing? I know for a four fact, people were fired. People were for really, being uh, people recently were bothered because I guess one of the main characters is coming back, or they're starting filming, or me, bitch, having me. a kid, or something. I don't know. Saw something. Like Let's that. say right now, me. I'm bothered. <laughs> so four people were fired, rightfully so. Two males were fired because they had made racist comments, but when they, when those racist comments came out from their twitters, from their tweets. Bravo didn't do anything. Bravo just apologized. Lisa Vanderpump just apologized. But then when everything happened with George Floyd and then it came out again, those two guys were fired. And I was just like, they should have been fired from the get-go. Then two girls, two OGs from Vanderpump Rules, Stassi and Kristen, it came out. Stassi has made a lot of bad comments in the past. She's made comments about Nazis. She's made comments about the Black Lives Matter movement. She's made comments about Me Too. But she always hides it behind this mean girl persona like that's just me i'm a bitch i'm a basic bitch i make those type of comments and then her friend Kristen, exactly her friend Kristen, both of them in the past when one of the cast members had cheated on his girlfriend with a black cast member the only black cast member on vanderpump rules um they called the cops on her because they said that she was wanted for theft or something so people said why would you call the cops on a black woman and i was like when this came out two, three years ago, when they called the cops, that is when they should have been fired. Not two, three years later, when the story has passed, the time has passed. Like, what lesson are they learning? They've learned nothing. Let's put it out there right now. Because one of them, Kristen, said that um, she doesn't believe she should have gotten fired. Stasi, on the other hand, has not learned jack shit. This bitch got fired and then she came out that she was pregnant. I know you can't plan pregnancies like that, but it's like classic PR right there. You go, you hide away, and then you come out, I'm pregnant. You can't say anything to me because I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> and you know, and I'm pretty sure you I'm I'm pretty sure you saw this. She had an interview that late that girl saw. With Tamron Hall. Yes. She had, and then she had the audacity to be like, I was unprepared. She basically it was a sneak attack. I was also. unprepared. She didn't the questions, questions i didn't know about the questions she talked about things that i asked her not to talk about bitch and then the funny thing was that lady went ahead and came out and she's like actually exactly. bitch don't play yourself. i have the receipts i have the receipts i told you what we were going to talk about exactly if you weren't prepared that's on you but i did nothing wrong and classic like, pr call there them too. out call them out classic pr there too the fact that she was fired for calling the cops on a black woman and then her first interview back into the spotlight is with a black, with woman. A black woman and she can't even do that right <laughs> and I'm like, these bitches, these bitches are here. But 
this is where I'm getting to the fact that those four cast members were fired, rightfully so, too little, too late, but rightfully so. And then they still have two cast members on that show who were going to have a homophobic pastor at their wedding. They were called out multiple times. This was even a storyline last season, Louise. They were called out multiple times, but until Lisa Vanderpump told them something and said, you know, I'm a gay ally. You cannot have someone who's made those comments in the past be in your wedding. Did they take this homophobic pastor away? No. This man, Jax Taylor, I call him by his birth name, Jason Couchy, because Jax Taylor is his star name, Jason Couchy, and his Kentucky bride. That's what I call her. Um, they have made transphobic comments t- towards the only transpho- uh, trans character on Vanderpump Rules who has now been fired. They've called her by the wrong pronouns. Um, he has made homophobic comments towards his other cast members. And I'm just like, how are they on this show? Like, you fired these other people. How is he still on the show after he's, he's trash? And his wife is pregnant. And I'm just like, the worst people on this show are isn't, now isn't procreating. This, like, help me understand. Isn't this the, like, the 30-year-olds on this show? Like, aren't they all... 30 plus at this point i remember seeing they're all past 30 i saw a clip of the like reunion and they were i think in the hot seat for a while yeah they don't seem like likable people and the fact that you said that they're still on the show despite saying stupid shit doing dumb shit andy bravo get it together i hate promoting potomac this is how this is why okay i I feel i feel bad promoting shows being like go watch it go watch it but at the same time it's like all these other shows that are on the same network are shit show and then they come out with these racist remarks it's like oh this is how (laughs) This is how you could tell that I'm very pat. Like, I know people are like, it's just reality TV show, but it's like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. I am so passionate. Like, I could keep going on this fucking tangent. Vanderpump Rules is a piece of shit. And the people on that show, minus maybe three or four of them, are pieces of shit. Hire me, Bravo, because I will revamp that show. <laughs> I will I revamp that okay, show you know, into if the I, it could become. If I get on Big Brother, if I get on The Circle, and I'm over here talking about, you know, people of color i'm I'm talking about black lives matter don't call me out for being fake these are the topics that need to be talked about these are the people that need to be pushed these are the people that need to be given opportunities on tv so if you guys see me on tv in the future and i'm over here like black lives matter i love women all women i love trans people i love gay people i love you know all those minorities don't call me fake okay i'm doing what these people need to be doing i think you can ignore okay like the producer said in the podcast you can like at some point, we have to ignore their religious affiliations, their political views, because there is a point where you're just kind of like, ugh. like Ramona from New York. That bitch is a Republican. That bitch voted for Trump. I know that for a fact. She doesn't hide it. And she doesn't hide it. But then there's a difference between Ramona. Uh, I'm going to sound like such a hypocrite. Or it's going to sound weird the way I'm saying it, but it's like, she doesn't broadcast it. I know that sounds so bad, like freedom of speech. She should be able to broadcast it. If people are anti-Trump, they're able to broadcast it. But it's like, she doesn't broadcast it. I think one thing she said was all lives matter. And then people were like, Ramona, take that shit back. <laughs> take that shit back, you dumb bitch. And she took it back and she said, no, 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 black lives matter, which obviously was disingenuous. But it's like, there's a difference between her and Teresa Judice from New Jersey, who is also a Trump supporter. Is she really? Who don't yes, she is, bitch. All those New Jersey bitches are Trump supporters. Are you, maybe oh minus one. But see, 
if I hadn't told you, you wouldn't have known. Yeah, I would have known. These ladies, I think they know that if they broadcast their political views, their controversial political views, they would not get as much hype as they do. Teresa is a beloved housewife across the board. I mean, I've if said she, it, that show apparently revolves around her life. Like, it's Yes, exactly. So if she blasted Make America Great Again, you know for a fact people would be pounding on Bravo's doors. Get that bitch out of there. Do you get me? Vicky Gumbelson, that bitch. Now, when she's like saying anti-gay shit, that's when obviously people are like, get her out of here. Get her out of here. And she was out of there, you know? So it's like. I'm blissfully ignorant because they don't broadcast it. Now, if they broadcast it, if Ramona makes a Trump post, then I'm like, bitch, now why you gotta go do that? Well, you know. <laughs> Here's <laughs> the thing. You know what I think is the biggest like irony of all this is I know he likes to claim that he has no decision making. He has no power. But he does. But he does. He so if Andy has all this power exactly. and he, if you don't know this, now you know he's a gay man he's a gay cis white he's a man he's a gay man how is he in a he has a position of power and he's letting all these women letting all these transphobes letting all these people on the show i don't get it what goes on in his head does that not make him feel like a horrible person or is this all in the sake of entertainment exactly i think it's all for the sake of entertainment i think he's stupid when he says i have no decision making power true you don't run each individual show but at the end of the day andy Andy Cohen, who owns Bravo? Who is the head honcho of Bravo? You. So like at the end of the day, you are the one who's fired. Like you are the one who can make sure that someone gets fired. So like when those two girls from Vanderpump Rules, they got fired. He came out and he said, I have no decision over that. You know, I think the executives at Bravo made a good decision, but I had no, like he was kind of like, I didn't fire them, but I think they had, um, they made a good decision firing them, but I didn't fire them. I didn't fire them. And it's like, Andy, we know you didn't fire them, but just admit that you do have some leeway if you don't like a housewife or if you don't like the way she may have treated you or the way she may have represented your network, you know you have some sort of power. You, like, and you know what bothers me? I feel like he, it's almost like he never wants to be seen as the bad guy in exactly. any situation. He's just like, I'm exactly. just here, the host, the moderator. I'm not here yeah. to fight, but it's like, exactly. It's, we all know how you feel. Be honest, be open and honest, as Beverly Hills says. Be open and honest, own it. Exactly. <sighs> He's just too much. And you can tell he has his favorites in franchises. He has his favorites. He has his favorite franchises too, in general. Like, you know, he probably likes. Potomac I feel like, more than Dallas. <laughs> Which I, don't know. I see. Just, I, I always see the same comments. Why is Dallas still a thing? Why? I've never when seen Miami one episode. <laughs> oh, God, so much Miami. has happened. So much has happened in this stupid uh, world of entertainment. And hopefully, <laughs> you know, we were able to entertain you for a couple of minutes, um, like yes. two hours to be exact. But um, I want to oh thank you guys for being if you're still tuned in thank you so much um make sure to leave us a five-star rating on apple podcasts make sure to listen to us on apple podcasts on spotify on google podcasts we're all over the place um go to anchor.fm slash no bs or google us and you'll find us there make sure to follow me on my social media i'm on instagram on twitter on youtube i want to get back into the group of making youtube videos because it's been a while and i'm sure you guys miss this beautiful face 
Daniela. He's also on OnlyFans, you guys. Um, yes, um, the first picture is free. The first video is free. After that, it's five ninety nine. Um, yes, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Twitter. Yeah, leave us, leave us a fucking audio message. I don't know about Louise, but I'm always having fun. I love, I love just talking with Louise after like fucking ten years in each other li- in each other's lives. I'm always just like, I want to be Louise when I grow up. Honestly, you guys just, should strive. I want to be your guys' role models. Okay. If anyone is ever someone's Gretchen Wieners to someone's Regina George, it is me always smoking, uh, like smoking, a blowing smoke, <laughs> blowing smoke up Luis's ass because I am his, oh my God, I am the Gretchen Wieners to his Regina George. So yeah, keep the likes coming, keep the fucking comments coming, DM us if you want to hear certain things, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. Have a great one, week. One thing I was going to mention, I was going to say is if you, one of you guys, and I have no problem doing this. If one of you guys has, I know, like I said, I'm on a, we're on a very small platform here. We have like maybe five followers. If you guys have stories you guys want to share, if you have a small business you want to talk about, if you want to be interviewed, let us know. You can either DM yes. me or uh, Daniela. We're on Twitter. You guys know where to find us on Instagram or Twitter and be like, you know what, bitch? I want to be on the podcast. I want to talk some shit. Get me on. And we have no issue doing that. Um, so if you want to be a guest, let us know. We'll dedicate uh, an entire episode to you. But um, yeah. So- um, keep enjoying. I'm, I'm glad you guys are still enjoying what we have to say, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Remember to vote. Stay safe. Mailing Remember your to ballot. vote. Vote early if you can, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye.